welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started if you haven't heard about anger it's the easiest way to make your podcast let me tell you why first of all it's free you pay no fee whatsoever it's absolutely totally free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless, where today we will be facing or tackling or call it whatever you want we're gonna be talking about another right of the personal bill of rights that we need in order for us to change our mindset to become stronger healthier human beings who know how to establish boundaries and maintain them And in today's episode, we will be talking about right number 33, which states the following. I can take care of myself no matter what. A statement as beautiful and strong as this one actually really deserves to be one of, deserves to be like at the top of like my most favorite personal rights. And I, totally totally am with this right and i encourage you to listen to this episode all the way because i have a lot of interesting and exciting advice that you can take wherever you are when you need actual self-care and self-love so stating this actually is kind of rebellious especially to the authority of the narcissist. Well, the narcissist thinks of themselves as powerful and always demanding um, attention and praise and validation and everything. When you say something like this, I can take care of myself no matter what, you're emphasizing the fact that you are an individual capable of taking care of yourself no matter how hard things may get, no matter how bad the circumstances can be, no matter how challenging situations can be. So to the extent of being capable of stating this to yourself even, before even confronting the narcissist about it, is actually really powerful and it opens 
up your mind as to what you can be. You can remind yourself of what kind of potential you can have in this world if you repeat this message to yourself constantly and consistently. You can take care of yourself no matter what. Now, I have a list of things you can do. <laughs> Practical advice, but this one is inspired by me. I brainstormed and I got a few things here. I actually counted them and they total their total is 24. So let's begin. Uh, number one is I can cook for myself and whoever will come over. Especially if we like move out from our parents and we usually have this idea that we're made to think that we're un incapable of doing much. And especially if we're constantly compared to our siblings and our siblings are always doing better than us. Um, I can cook for myself, you know what? And actually, I can also cook for whoever is gonna come over and the dish is gonna be enough for both of us. And we're always gonna have fun eating together. I can also go to someone else's apartment and they can do the same. They can cook for me and we can have a delicious, beautiful, peaceful dinner together. Hell yeah, that can happen. Number two, I can do workout daily. What I meant by this is I can exercise daily. I can take care of my body. I can do exercise every single day as a way of me saying that, hey, my body, I love you so much. Yours, XYZ. <laughs> so self-care is huge and a huge part of it is taking care of our bodies. And exercise has a significant role in regulating our mood, in making the blood circulation enhanced, and in improving our or strengthening our immune system. And many more amazing facts. Uh, Number three, I can take care of my personal hygiene. Yeah, well, who doesn't? I mean... I mean, sometimes you can rebel against like traditions and cultures who say, for example, you there's a specific time where you need to um, do the pubic area, for example, or like when you do your like I don't know, take care of your a certain body part at a certain time. That's not actually true. It's sort of like the black and white thinking. Well, there is no shame in actually taking care of the personal hygiene and always looking your best and feeling your best. And that is what always matters. You know, if you can take care of your personal hygiene, you can totally feel your best all day long and look your best and treat everybody around you the best. So that's a plus. Number four, I can say yes to whomever I feel comfortable enough with to say yes to and to whomever I trust. So yes, in terms of like feeling whenever something is suggested to us, we only say yes when we feel like we're ready to it. Like we're psychologically, mentally, physically, sexually ready for it. Like we don't just say yes to please and you know, going back to that cycle of being codependent all, all, all over again. No, saying yes, especially to someone whom we, with whom we feel comfortable around and 
whom we can trust. Number five, sorry. Oh, God. Number five, I can organize myself autonomously. I don't need anybody's assistance or help or criticism or judgment over how I can organize myself. Because organization is merely subjective and it really takes on like the personal choice of someone. So if I organize myself in this, in a certain way, like if I organize my clothes and put them in a, you know, a certain position in the uh, closet, that doesn't make it messy to me. It makes it extremely orderly. But if the narcissist somehow sees it as a messed up thing and they have to reorganize it according to their own choice, that is actually invasion of personal privacy and personal choice and how you can organize. And plus they make you feel like they, you need to depend on them to be more organized when it's actually wrong. You, I, everybody can organize ourselves very much autonomously the perfect way we can. It doesn't have to be perfect, as in perfectionist, but in the most convenient way that helps us. Alright? Okay, number six, I can create a healthy weekly routine for myself to follow. And this is actually related to the idea of creating a schedule, a weekly schedule to follow where there are tasks to do and each week we're committed to our tasks and it's a routine that we can follow which involves work and productivity but also exercise and fun and you know being uh, frivolous sometimes. It's important to be frivolous and playful and I talked about that in the right number number 27 so remember that um moving on right i mean number save seven yeah number seven i can take care of myself financially and totally we can be totally financially independent and we can take care of ourselves financially and that is a must, okay? We must admit this to ourselves. Number eight is where I go more specific with this. I can manage my money, spendings, savings, and budgeting. I can track them. I can calculate them. I can do everything by myself, you know? Um, and following the way of how it is convenient for me. It doesn't necessarily have to be convenient for you. That's your personal choice and you're totally entitled to it you know whomever it is you know a romantic partner uh, a, a narcissistic romantic partner or a narcissistic friend or a narcissistic parent whomever if i can admit to my to myself that i can take care of myself financially and can manage and track my money spending savings and budgeting i can totally take care of myself financially and I'm going to add a bonus one here. I can be financially free and financially independent. Okay. All right. Number nine. I can protect the things of which I take ownership from those who may attempt to steal them. 
And this right, this, I mean, number nine of how we can take care of ourselves. Basically, being capable of protecting this, the things of which we take ownership from actually recognizes the fact that we can be responsible and we can take responsibilities over the things we own and protect them from people who might want to steal them. And so we will remind the narcissist that we are capable of protecting the things that we own from people who want to steal them or take them away. Because the narcissist, what they will do usually is they will constantly criticize and judge us and make us feel really um, helpless and useless. To the point where we feel like, you know, um, we can't do much. But if we can, if we state to ourselves and remind ourselves that we can protect the things of which we take ownership and from those who may attempt to steal them, absolutely, absolutely a strong can protect myself statement that we must embrace. Number 10, I can take means of transportation independently and solely without the need of having to be accompanied by others to feel safe. I think it's self-explanatory. Number 14, I can pay for myself in restaurants, rent, transportation, travel, shopping, food, further education, investments, medical care, and any sorts of repairs that need to be paid, and all kinds of bills that I have to pay. So I guess this one is also self-explanatory. Number 12, I can trust myself. Number 13, I can regulate my emotions by mindfulness, praying, going for a walk, reading a book, crying if I need to, talk to myself and express my feelings loudly if I also need to. Number 14, I can establish and maintain emotional as well as physical boundaries. Number 15, I can have some people come over and spend time together while also making sure the place won't be wrecked. <laughs> That's for sure. Number 16, I can take ownership and accountability of my mistakes and see what I can do to mend the damages. Absolutely. I mean, we don't always have to blame others for our mistakes and for things happening to us. We can totally take responsibility over our mistakes and see how solutions may fit and work. And, you know, exercise our rational problem-solving brain to help solve the problem. Number 17, I can be the basic parent to myself by providing myself with the basic needs such as sleeping, food, clothing, water, but also the advanced emotionally caring and empathetic parent to myself. The parent who always is there whenever I need someone for support. This especially happens if, for example, someone is renting by themselves and they don't really have a roommate to confide in, 
they need to create a parent within themselves that's healthy, that's empathetic, and that's caring, and that who listens and who's also protective of them so that whenever they confide in them, they feel really safe and protected and loved. I can ask number 18. I can ask for help if I ever struggle. Totally. I mean, we can't really be independent all the way and just do everything on our own. Sometimes we need to ask people if we ever struggle. And asking for help is no... Like, it doesn't require any kind of guilt or shame over it. Actually, it's important to ask for help whenever we struggle because that's how unity happens and that's how people get to know each other and that's how people know who whom are genuine and whom are not. Number 19. I can seek emotional and physical support from people who are not toxic and who can get supported mutually as well. Support groups are groups of people who have experienced the same trauma and, and chaos and drama as you did. And so it's absolutely fine and necessary, I think, to seek those kinds of groups where there is mutual respect, there is mutual help, mutual support, and people lifting each other up. Which happens to be a lot of Facebook groups, and they are absolutely amazing. The people in there are just absolutely adorable and amazing, and just really would love to talk to them physically, face-to-face, like not just on posts and because, I mean, posts and pictures and videos can transmit the messages, but it's not as intense as, like, face-to-face and feeling that person, you know, and just understanding their feelings and trying to help them. But regardless, I think also Facebook groups also help um, people from all around the world, um, regardless of their, like, or country of origin or race or sex or whatever. And people help each other, like, just because they have similar experiences doesn't mean, doesn't make them, um, different, you know, just because they come from another country. I hope I made sense there. Um, okay, so moving on to number 24. Oh, number 20. 20, sorry. <laughs> Number 20, I can exit relationships that are full of warning signs about toxicity on their part, on the people's part, and mental exhaustion on my part. And exiting those kinds of relationships is a must because they will serve as not only a warning of the toxicity and mental tire- tiredness, But, like, it's a must because it's gonna remind us of that fear that we're always scared of relationships and that we shouldn't be in relationships because we have felt that we are unlovable all our lives. And so they're gonna keep reminding us of those messages running across our heads. And that's not gonna be something, you know, uh, good to hear, especially on a daily basis. So... Being capable of exiting these types of relationship is absolutely a strong statement, but also 
a very self-loving and self-caring conscious statement that seeks healthy, fulfilling, loving relationships where the person, the victim who suffered from a lot from the narcissistic abuse will will get used to the message that they are lovable and they should be loved and they're worthy of trust and attention and protection. Okay, uh, shifting gears to 21, I can have dreams, goals, and work on accomplishing them and there's no shame in there. I can have goals and dreams and work on accomplishing them of my own, like my own goals and my own dreams. You don't have to be uh, controlling my dreams and my goals just to suit your own needs, just to appeal as like the strongest and most successful person to other people. I don't have to do that. I can have my own dreams and my own goals for me and work on accomplishing them, and I don't need your intervention, Mr. Narcissist. Sorry. Number 22. I can choose an education or course or certification and or career field which I intend to follow and is one that I see fit, that I see fit my qualifications, and one which I do extra work to become eligible to pursue. Absolutely. I can choose an education course, certification, or a career, a career field on my own. And I can do that, especially if I feel like I lean towards that domain. If I love it, if I love the domain, I'm going to absolutely commit to it. Like, it's automatic, you know? Uh, your perception of me and what I show you that I like doesn't necessarily make me like that thing. If I'm good at, say, for example, painting, and I don't really like painting, it doesn't make me successful at it one day if I'm going to work as a painter, as a self-employed painter. But if I love teaching, and I'm not capable of teaching so far because I still have a few requirement uh, criteria, required criteria to fulfill in order to be eligible to teach, then I will work my ass off to make sure that I'm eligible for that job. And if you don't like me teaching, that is your own opinion and you're totally entitled to it. But that doesn't make me not want to pursue teaching just because you don't see it fit my qualifications the way I do. So yeah. Number 23. I can get therapy and pay for it myself in the intention of healing from all the trauma that I have had ex to experience all my life and it doesn't make me crazy, okay? Actually, going to therapy is a realization that you are aware that there might be something wrong with you because of how much abuse you've gone through. And therapy is also necessary for you to heal. Take, for example, the most simple thing in romantic relationships. If we, if we are constantly afraid of that relationship and that partner and that kind of commitment because of how much abuse we've, we've been 
going through a lot of times in our lives, therapy will help us to face our fears and to realize and be able to differentiate clearly between what a toxic relationship holds and what a healthy relationship is going to carry in its core. And therapy is going to make us see those lines clear, be clear. Unlike before therapy, like when we're not going to therapy, we cannot see those lines clearly. It's It feels really blurry and unclear and something pretty risky to go through. But with therapy and with professional help, it's important to realize that we need to heal from all the trauma that we've been gone through and that we can distinguish between the toxic and not-so-toxic behaviors of people. And I can get it and pay for it myself, which is extremely important. If I'm financially capable, then of course I will be able to pay for it myself and commit to it. Number 24. Finally. I can eliminate and even cut off people who remind me of all the trauma, drama, chaos, and narcissistic relationships I went through and had to endure. And I want to emphasize the part of cutting off people who do this. Because if we only, like, decrease the amount of contact we have with them, it doesn't make them give up easily. They're actually gonna be more more harsh in their desire to keep on pursuing us and exploiting us and using them for their own convenience. But to be able to eliminate and absolutely even cut off these kinds of people who are always going to remind us of all the trauma, all the drama, all the chaos and the narcissistic relationships we went through and had to endure is absolutely one of the most empowering and self-loving statements we can ever say and one of the ways that we can take care of ourselves no matter what. And basically, and finally, I just wanted to say, you know, I can take care of myself no matter what, you know, just all of these and more. And of course, if you have any other suggestions of ways we can take care of ourselves no matter what, like practical ways, like practical advice, please don't be hesitant to send me in a message on Anchor. I will happily join it within this episode and I will, just like I did with that episode, your voices on Shelter. Um, I would also love to hear more voices talking about that topic. The idea of that topic is, just briefly let me mention it, uh, if you, what kind of shelter do you have? What kind of person or thing that you use or go to where you feel extremely safe and away from the toxic vibes and the toxic uh, environment? How do you use it? And why is it important to you? Why is, does it make uh, a huge significance in your life? Why does it make a difference in your life whenever you use that shelter 
okay so that is the topic of that episode if you'd like you can totally record your voice and i will make sure i will join it within that episode and if you also would like to record a very small one minute long message of what kind of practical uh 3d (laughs) advice of ways to take care of ourselves no matter what please 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 do send me a message on anchor i will be sure to join it within this episode with pleasure and i will shout you out in the next episode you will get a shout out next episode please don't be shy don't be hesitant to send me your messages to uh, talk about stuff if you have any suggestion of any topic whatsoever let me know i would really love to do that and i will shout out whoever sends me a lovely message (laughs) self-evolutionaries Okay, so, um, sorry, that was awkward, but all in all, we can take care of ourselves no matter what, we can. We are responsible, rational, clever, creative, beautiful adults who are capable of achieving our potential and proving the narcissist wrong. And I'd like to emphasize a point that I mentioned in the 38 signs of a narcissistic person, what a narcissistic person does to you, is... Where is it? Where is it? Um, it must be here. Wait. Okay, so... Right, it's this one. The narcissist attempts to make you feel stupid, helpless, and inept when you do things on your own. These, all of them, like, the, all of the ways that we can take care of ourselves no matter what. You must agree with the fact that they rebel against this narcissist who attempts to make you feel stupid, helpless, and inept when you do things on your own. Absolutely, you must admit that. And, and, you must be strong-willed. When you, when it comes to this, you have to stop making them, you have to stop them attempting to make you feel stupid and helpless and inept. Don't argue, but show them. And even if you show them and they're still not convinced, that's their problem. Okay. That's their responsibility. They already have enough conflict within themselves already. So just leave them alone. Okay. If you can't, for some reason somehow convince them that you can, that you're not stupid, you're not helpless, and you're not inept, and you can do things on your own, then if you can convince them of that, then congratulations. But if you can't, I mean, just leave them alone. You gotta, you gotta, you got a whole life ahead of you. You don't have to focus on them too much. Okay, um, so my final tip is to not let the narcissist attempt to make you feel stupid, helpless, inept, powerless, cowardly, idiot-like, uh, useless, etc. when you do things on your own. Okay, and if they do, you know, they will constantly be the judge of you they will try to always criticize you they'll always try to put you down and they always try to 
make themselves um, the center of the world, but again and again, just don't give them the benefit of the doubt and do not, you know, waste your energy on them, okay? Because what's more important is your personal bill of rights and your right to do to take care of yourselves no matter what. Remember that. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode, and as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available, like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.